just like Tika did Martin. Now look at what you got in. Schoolboy crushing it ain't on the hustle. Okay. But you can't. My people take your place and raise your hand. Your name is out of my mouth like any shit. I have like a love hate relationship with this shit. What's Henny? I hate when I see people. Like, I'm looking on Instagram right now. I hate when mm-hmm. I see people get tattoos of celebrities. That's very odd to me as well. Like, you, don't know the, you don't know the person? Like That's very odd to me as well. Like, I... And, and then I, I wonder if I feel the same way when I see celebrities who have tattoos of celebrities. And... And I'm just thinking of Drake right now. I know. I yeah. was about to say, I'm like, are you going to say who? Somebody said Drake's back looks like a Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I couldn't. Like, I get it because, you know, these people mean something. They've been a huge inspiration to my career. So I actually, like, don't mind it in that setting. But, like. Yo, I will spit out my water. <laughs> Okay. Hey y'all, we're back. Finally. Yo, the struggle has been real in, in full transparency. Um with with this technology stuff. Um, but we're getting to it. We're getting it done. I am your girl, young Roni Roan. And I am Janelle, not J Not, because I have braids. <laughs> Oh, so maybe we need to call you J J J Braids. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. J Braids. I actually feel like a DJ right now because I have my headphones on. Like I feel like Lissa. <laughs> wow! 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 <laughs> little turntable. Like I feel so professional. Like I I, I hear a little bit of a playback or something. Try to speak more directly into um into your speaker. Okay, where is my speaker? What about now? Yeah, that whatever that is sounds better. Okay. Yeah, I think I I gotta bring this closer to me. Talk about behind the stage. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is episode twenty three. You I'm just I I'm lit I'm literally just guessing. We gonna yep. call it episode twenty three. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, anyways, um, yeah. So what's up? What's been going on? I feel like, I feel like even though we record and like we talk on WhatsApp, I it's I don't know what we talk about these days. We talk about like whatever's happening in the moment you know yeah so i feel like on the pod is when i really get to like check in with you and be like you know what has been going on in your life outside of like our dm jokes mm-hmm. and stuff like that you Trust know because our dms like i pray to god like luckily i have a lock on my phone because <laughs> the shit <laughs> Because our DMs and our WhatsApp conversations are hilarious. Like we're not here like talking about people and so on, but it's 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 interesting. (laughs) 
let's just say let's just say our our whatsapp conversations are behind the pod behind this yeah. <laughs> literally behind the pod because <laughs> half the shit we talk about we're like mm, but we can't say that <laughs> sorry guys y'all y'all be getting the clean cut version of like Absolutely. our true sentiments sometimes that's just factual but anyways um yeah what's new what's going on well you know it's 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 been it's been it's been cool like you know it's we're still in quarantine even though like people are out here thinking that we ain't um well not quarantine but covid still they're about and mm-hmm. people are thinking that it's not and it is I'll be honest with you, though, like there are some times where I'll be outside and I'll be like, holy crap. Yeah, it's still COVID because you can't be out here without a mask. Like I was just at Walmart and got to the door and I was just like, oh, my God, my mask. And I ran back. Yeah, because it's mandatory now. Yeah, like it's it's wild. Like we're living in some crazy times right now. Like it's. It's actually pretty cool. Like we're we're in this is history. Like yeah, our parents haven't really seen anything like this before. Like we're all seeing this together. Like maybe our grandparents have or our great grandparents because of the whole like Spanish flu thing that lasted for about I think a year and a half, two years, mm-hmm. and um, different designers were making masks for that. So. It's it's wild. Like SARS wasn't yeah. a huge thing like this. Yeah, so. I remember SARS from like high school times and not mm. thinking about it. Like just be yeah. like, oh SARS, yeah, that's not really something that's gonna reach me. Like it's okay. Like just the no. ignorance, you know, you just didn't know. But yeah. like but this is yeah. this is on a whole other level. So you know, um we got that, but I've been keeping busy regardless. Um it's 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 wild like i i've been telling you like sometimes i'm i'm good like in terms of like motivated and ready to go and i'm knocking out like photo shoots and doing work and then there's sometimes where i'll literally be in my bed and don't want to get out like mm-hmm. it's i'm moving with the motions and mm-hmm. i'm I'm realizing that and whenever I just don't want to do anything, I'm not putting a lot of pressure on myself when that happens because it's, it's uncertain. This, this time that we're living in is very uncertain. And um, with all that being said, I'm just realizing that life is also very short. Mm-hmm. And um, Definitely. I'm appreciating my loved ones a lot more like I've appreciated them in the past but I'm really looking at like my friends um close my close friends and even the friends that I worked that I was close with say in high school and we lost contact or so on and we're rekindling um that friendship like a friend of mine her mother passed away a few weeks ago and um her and me and this friend, we were close in high school, but um, we kind of drifted mm-hmm. after high school. And um, she's always been very close to my sister. She's always like looked at my sister as a little sister and so on. She was at my sister's wedding. 
And um, yeah, when I found out that her mother passed away through a mutual friend, um, I remember I was at work when I found out and I was just like, holy crap. And I'm in, I'm very empathetic. Is that the word? Where you feel for people? Yes, yes, yes. For yourself. So um, I remember feeling like absolute garbage because I'm like, yo, I wonder what the hell she's going through right now. And I started to feel like this pain in my stomach because I'm like, I Mm -hmm. could not imagine what she's feeling right now. And um, I mean, I hate funerals. Like, I don't know anybody that loves funerals, but I really despise funerals, viewings, all of that, um, burials, all of that, because I feel like it's so it's so final. And Mm -hmm. um, I remember I just mustered up the courage to go. Like I felt like I needed to go and see her and pay my respects to her mother. And while I was at the funeral, I seen all the girls that I went to high school with. And we haven't been like, like that, like all of us like that since high school. Mm -hmm. Like it was... It was very nostalgic. It was it was wild, and I mean, me and those girls like we're not we're, we there's no beef or anything like that. Um, we had little squabbles back in the day, but um, we are cool now. Everything's gravy. It's all love. But for us to be in that, like we came together for her, and it was just like yeah. the most beautiful thing ever. And I remember I, I think messaged that... you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, go on. Yeah. And I remember I messaged you the same day or the day after. And I was just, because, you know, whenever I get into these emo <laughs> emotions, mm-hmm. I did it with mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant and then this situation. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, Toronto, I love you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I just get into uh, that bag. Yeah. And I think what I was going to say is like, you know, it's so, so unfortunate that that it takes, you know, that type of situation to bring people together at times. Mm -hmm. Um, But it really gives you the reality check of what is truly important and what is not, you know what I mean? Because those little squabbles or whatever or disagreements that you and any friend would have had means absolutely nothing on the grand scheme of things you know what I mean and it it Mm -hmm. shows you that like yo life is really too short to hold on to like negativity like you know it's just it just Mm -hmm. makes no sense like anything that does not promote my peace happiness joy success I'm not on that like at all like we just don't have the time you know I I I feel you I feel you. So like, I I went to that. And I mean, I've been messaging her, making sure that she's good. And um, I told her I'm going to go go see her um, this week. So I find after like people will go and see someone like before, like when they just find out about a loved one passing away before the funeral and everything. And then the after the funeral, it's like when time passes, I find people tend to like forget that this person went through this thing. And I find that's when people need um, somebody the most. It's like when 
the death settles and everything is somewhat back to normal then you have this person that just went through this traumatic situation like this person is going to go through this like this is not going to leave this person like this feeling will not leave so I'm going to make a conscious effort to like see her and make sure she's good and so on because it's it's important and like I said before life is short if it's if if um yeah I'm just trying to surround myself with positive vibes um my work family friends and just really reflect on life I think that's one thing that COVID is really teaching me like the little things mm-hmm. make me happy like I mean we went to Prince Edward County a few weeks um, yeah a few weeks ago which was dope like I've never yeah. been there <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> that is something that I've definitely um gotten out of COVID in terms mm-hmm. of the whole discovering our own like city, you know, province. Um, yeah. Like it, it's interesting. Like when you say like the small things, like, you know, we always, when we think of going away on vacation or being around luxury or whatever, you just assume that you have to leave the country, but now because we can't right now, to the freedom that we would like to we are forced to kind of say like okay well what does Ontario have what does Canada have and yeah Peck Mm -hmm. has been like was really cute for sure it was very very cute so but yeah my 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 two weeks have been been awesome like still working out here um my second episode of City Line comes out this week which is awesome oh yes out on the 22nd and um, amazing yeah it's 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 dope i'm getting into the groove of this fashion expert thing yes yes so the recording of that one was went smoother um to a degree you know technology Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. technology like one minute it's we're good everything's gravy and then when they were about to record my segment they're like oh Janelle it's freezing I'm like oh my god so they had to record (laughs) somebody else's segment and then come to mine after I'm like this Mm -hmm. this is wild but you know it's all good technology man (laughs) love hate relationship like real talk real 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 talk (laughs) yes yes but how was your how was your week um, my past two weeks, um, kind of the same in terms of like the, the highs and lows. So I've discovered something about myself, um, mm-hmm. fairly recently <laughs> and it's, it's huh? that I have major PMS. Like okay. I did not know that like I was never aware like okay we you know we're women obviously you Mm -hmm. know you have your regular symptoms of of you know your menstrual cycle whatever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cramps da 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 I never really experienced cramps that much by the grace of God and just never but it's just like over the past few months I've Mm -hmm. been noticing that like my moods would just like sw- 
switch like drastically Ooh. and I never really associated it like I never really connected it to like oh my period's coming until I was talking um to a friend and I was like yo I, like why do I feel like this like I feel like literally there was a day like I want to say last week or something where I was just over everything and everyone I just came off my phone came off all social mm -hmm. medias and I was mm -hmm. just like yo like I feel very overwhelmed I feel like I feel like I just it's like now I have my whole 24 hours to myself and mm -hmm. I still don't feel like I have enough time to do the things that I need to do and so like I don't know something just came over me and I was just so overwhelmed and I was talking to my homegirl and she was like you know well what are you feeling and I'm like I'm explaining like yo like somebody will do like the slightest thing and I'll blast like you know what I mean like I'll just be mm -hmm. like yo like you know whatever or or I'll just be like watching the most random thing and I'll just start bawling my eyes out like oh my god mm -hmm. like that's so sweet or whatever and I've always been like bali bali that way like when it comes to like watching <laughs> oh shows mm -hmm. but it's like it like what was I watching guys like literally yesterday I was watching us old ass scene from Scandal, Carrie Washington Scandal. Mm -hmm. And Janelle, the scene had nothing to it wasn't rom it wasn't romantic. It was like a fight. It was like an argument. Okay. And I I started bawling like, oh my God, I feel like I'm right there with you, girl. I get it. And oh, I was like, yo, walk to me. Like, and then I realized, like, oh yeah, okay, I'm on my period. Um, <laughs> and I'm just like, so, anyways, I've anyway, so my homegirl was like, Yeah, like it's probably PMS. Like, you're probably PMSing, like you just, you know, like your hormones are just all over the place. And it's just like, yes. I've never identified that before in my in my life ever. So it's mm -hmm. new for me. So it's catching me off guard. But I'm real like I'm super irritable, like, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm like, because I'm because I've, you know, grown to become more and more self-aware, it's mm -hmm. like I'm aware of it. Like it's not something that I'm not aware of. So so it causes me to question like what's going on with me? Like, what, why do I, why am I like, you know, mm. ready to pop off at any given second? Why do I have extra low patience? Why do I, you know? So anyway, yeah. that's been a discovery. Um, but yeah, so, you know, that's that. Mm -hmm. um, I started back acting classes. So I'm really nice. happy to be back in training um, for the next six weeks. And so is um, this remotely or is this in? No. Like, okay, cool. We're in, we're in class. Yeah. So our classes have always been small. So they are never more than like 10 people. Okay. Um, so yeah, because the, the school had shut down for a little bit. And, um, and then, you know, the instructor was like, yo, like, if you guys are comfortable, I'm comfortable, like, you know, because our, yeah. our class sizes are small. Um, I love those talks. I love those talks. Yeah, like, right? Because you, okay? you could come in with a mask. Yeah. Like, and we'll, the we'll set it yeah. up for you. 
Right. And they'll be like, you know, when you're coming out, just kind of like smoothly leave and, like, and kinda, you know, so it's a bit of a finesse, but, but it's fine. Cause we're in, we're within like protocol in terms of how many people, but I just love being in that environment because I'm also um, auditioning a lot. And my, all of my auditions have been um, like, video like yes either zooms or um self tapes you know so so i have a chance to kind of really um make sure that my lighting and my sound is on point and mm-hmm. and and really use the things that i'm learning in my class to like really give a good audition so i'm really like happy about that i love to i feel like just where i'm at right now i always i'm calling this season like the the research and study season for myself Facts. just like like on all areas and all spectrums so like in front of the camera I'm training behind the camera I'm training like um you know Joe and I have been having some really dope meetings with some um directors from the city and just kind of aligning and and seeking that sort of mentorship in terms of what we're trying to do with CHP so it's been dope. You and I have been in good conversations about, you know, um, elevating, you know, our podcast and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. And, and, you know, I'm in other business conversations and, and I'm just really in love with the fact that everyone that I'm tied to, like we are working towards a common goal, you know what I, I mean? Agree. Um, and, and Look. those people happen to be, um, people that I consider friends you know like actual real friends so when you can you know people are always like finicky about mixing you know business with pleasure business with friendships and money with friendships and all that kind of thing and and I agree to an extent but you really have to be aware of who it is agree you know and and it's really about like do we share this common you know, desire for the same thing, like, and are we willing to do the same things for the, to achieve this goal? Cause that, I find that plays a big factor. Cause you may, you might be willing to go that distance, but if I'm not willing to go that distance with you, then someone's Mm going to fall off at some point in time. I agree. Now, let me ask you this, going back to your audition, because I mean, I've seen it um you posted it on our behind the stage instagram yes shameless mm-hmm. plug <laughs> but um <laughs> so you posted it on there and i see like the backdrop and everything of that nature um i believe mm-hmm. you went on one audition um you had an audition last week i believe and i believe there was another time a few weeks ago you had another one now mm-hmm. do you prefer um because i mean this may be the way you audition for maybe until next year we don't know but um, mm-hmm. do you prefer this type of auditioning where it's just like you and the camera and not say like the directors or the people calling the shots in front of you or do you prefer um how you're doing like basically how you're doing it now like, mm-hmm. do you find there's a difference in terms of like your feeling do you feel more comfortable doing it alone like what's your thought there's pros and cons to both. So, I mean, the anxiety level is way up when you are auditioning in front of, you know, a, a casting director or a director, sometimes when they have the time to be in the room. Usually if you're on the callback, the director will be in the room at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
However, the pros with being in the room physically is you don't have to worry about any of the post-production. So you just go in, know your stuff, and you leave. Whereas doing it at home, I'm in charge of lighting, sound, editing, right? Um, However, being at home, I do have the luxury of doing it multiple times, like, doing Mm -hmm. it, you know, taking a few different takes, if I feel like I messed up, or I wasn't strong enough on that take, or whatever the case may be, I can kind of do it a few times, and then choose the one that I feel is the strongest to then submit. Whereas, when you go into a physical room, it's that one shot, bam, and if they give you a redirect, which sometimes they will, sometimes they won't, like, okay, I like what you did, but now can you do it this way? you know, you have to just be on it and ready. Um, Again, with Mm -hmm. being in the room, like, there's a, the good thing is that they can sense a bit of who you are, because you're right there in front of them, they can sense a bit of your personality. Sometimes um, they'll ask you some questions just about who you are, what you do, just to kind of hear you a little bit, whereas you don't have that in a self tape, right? So overall, uh, to answer your question, like, I like both for mm-hmm. different reasons, but but I've now that I have like I dread self tapes. I used to be like, oh my gosh, like you know who's gonna be my reader, da da da. Like you know, because you have to have somebody to help you, right? But it's like mm-hmm. now that I have that part kind of like well worked out as far as like um, camera setup and reader and all that sort of thing it's like it's it's been good like I've been really I've been getting some good feedback um Mm -hmm. from my agent like when she looks at the tapes and she's like yo I'm really loving like what you're sending in and that's important for your agent because they're just trusting you to go into the room and do proper things but when she can look at my tape that I'm that before she sends it she's like yeah you did a really good job with that like that makes me feel good like like, oh, okay, like whether I book it or not, just because she likes it doesn't mean they're going to like it. But at mm. least she can feel confident in representing me, you know? That's so dope. Like the way like you guys are like pivoting. Like it's so it's so interesting, like this film and TV commercials, like auditioning world. Yeah. I find it so, it's it's so wild. Like they were just, they're figuring it out technology yeah. like obviously we'll have our issues and so on but the show must go on like yeah still, stuff still needs to happen and we can't really wait on when things are going to go back to normal quote unquote because i don't know if things are going to go back to normal like it's just yeah this is this it's is very tricky because although i'm auditioning it's like on the other side of you know doing work is is with the union with costumes it's like you know that's still shut down there's no yeah. you know work work from home option with that so it's Trust like it, it's it's interesting because I'm getting constant you know emails and communication but really there's no set time necessarily because every production that's filmed here is a big production it's not like an indie film where you can have a cast and crew of 10 people there's Mm -hmm. hundreds of people at a time so yeah it's it's very tricky but um 
Yeah, this this whole COVID quarantine season for me has been so many teachable moments about um, trusting, like just releasing things to God and just trusting mm-hmm. his timing because mm-hmm. I'm seeing him like shift things around, shift plans around, shift mm-hmm. vacation plans around, you know, delay certain things. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm seeing all of this happen and it's like, it's being orchestrated. And I just feel like it's, you know, like a, I always relate it back to like um, a chess game, you know, and the pieces are being moved strategically in mm-hmm. order for, in order for me to win in my, in my own individual life, in order for you to win in your own individual life, you know? So it's yeah. like, I, I'm less anxious about, I, I've learned to just release anxiety like as much as I can mm-hmm. it's like things that I have no control over like why am I like hotting up my head about it you know it's true it's true so yeah yes. and I just wanted to mention too like it's so important for everyone to really 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 take take care of your mental health because even when I Ooh. even before I identified that you know I have hardcore like PMS it's like Mm -hmm. I was questioning my own mental health I'm like yo am I okay like am I okay okay for real you -hmm. know like what is this what are these drastic highs and lows you know Um, because that that could easily be something more serious and and I was just like yo like it's hard for me to watch the trauma videos now, I I, I don't really watch them. You know, Me it's like, I, I, I just can't, like my my soul and my mind has had enough. And it's just like, we're, we've been so conditioned now. We're conditioned to wear masks. We're conditioned mm-hmm. to see people dying on camera. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot for the soul, you know? And then it's like, so you're getting that. And then on the other hand, I'm seeing beautiful things. I have so many friends who have gotten um, engaged or pregnant and all these wonderful, joyous things, you know? And it's just like, but it's either on one end of the, like on one end of the spectrum, you want extreme to a next, you know? And it's just like, man, the importance of like just logging out sometimes and just really focusing like, like my girl Tasia, you know, she... See, she suggested to me that I I have a park behind my house that I bike ride and whatever, Mm -hmm. and I go for walks and stuff. And she's like, yo, like, go for your walk and, like, take your shoes off and, like, walk Mm -hmm. in the grass and, like, touch the trees and, like, Mm -hmm. that type of thing. And I was like, yo, like, city girl over here has never done that before. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. Like, on purpose, with intention. And... And I did. And I was like, man, like, I just needed this moment to just, like you said, like, feel grounded, mm-hmm. you know? No, so. it's important because when I was going through my my shit in 2017, mm-hmm. sorry, I was, I was just overhearing something here. Um, yes, when I was um, going through my shit in 2017, 2018 um I had to do those things because Mm -hmm. there was a time where I was just like 
I don't know what the hell is going on. And I mean, I, um, I mean, you knew what I was going through, but when we were in, um, in tech, I, um, I let you know exactly what was going on. And yeah. um, there was nothing for me to do other than be home or go outside. And I remember I would literally go into like my backyard and walk barefoot so I can feel grounded. I think I was mm-hmm. li- I, I think I was listening to a podcast and that's what they were telling me to do. I would go into my front mm-hmm. yard and just walk. And I mean, people were probably looking at me like I was crazy because I mean, I was definitely in a zone and I'd walk mm-hmm. around my block with my sister's dog and just talk to God, talk yeah. out loud. Yeah. Like it was, it was a thing and it, it, it definitely does help. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. Listen, all I do in my park is talk out loud to God. So people who see me talking, they, they can think I'm crazy or whatever, but this ain't got mm-hmm. nothing to do with you because you're not yeah. in charge of my salvation or my exactly. peace of mind, you know? I and I really had to, like, I think we grow into that spiritual maturity, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Because, um, because you have to, it's, it's literally life or death. You know, mm-hmm. um, when, when you start to realize like the importance of um, maintaining that relationship, you know, if that's if that's what you believe. Exactly. But yeah, ma'am, it's been a lot like all of that in two weeks. Like, yes, all of that in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm not although we're not doing much. There's still a lot going on Mm-hmm. because it's a it's more internal. It's internal work for sure. Um, but yeah, but it's all good. Mm -hmm. Um, in other news, another thing that has gone on since the last time we probably spoke, um, is the whole like beta and August situation. Um, I know like all the blogs and, and, you know, Instagram and podcasts have been going about this whole thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, I just have, like, I mean, I have just, like, like one take about this. Because, really, big people think, do what you want to do. I don't know why Mm -hmm. everyone's so damn shocked. You know what I mean? I'm not shocked at all with any of this, truthfully, um, considering the parties involved. I just don't like the cornballness of like using this to like promote music and Your like do out. just yeah like August just came out with, I feel like it it's fairly new because I just heard it like yesterday or today um it came out with a song called in entanglement <laughs> featuring I- Rick Ross like 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 <laughs> Dude, I like your voice. Like, I really liked you as an artist. But, like, now you're just looking mad corny. And I know Will is somewhere, like, grinding his teeth. Trust (laughs) me. Why you had to bring this clown into our empire? (laughs) You had every dude to choose from. And you chose this dude. Yeah. Like, really? Oh, my gosh. It's, It's messed up. I have so many um <laughs> I have so many thoughts regarding um this August Jada Will situation. 
Um, mm -hmm. It's, um, I love Jada. I mean, we all love Jada and so mm -hmm. on. But during that red table talk, the one thing that stuck out to me was the fact that she mentioned, and this is not verbatim, but just what I've gathered, that she gets off by helping people. Yes. And yeah. that is a little problematic. <laughs> that's a, that's a mm. problem. That, that's a, that is a problem. Like you get validation or some type of like feeling like every, like it's good to help people and so on, but you turned this innocent situation where you wanted to help this young person to something sexual. And I'm also hearing that he was Jaden's friend which is I mean it wouldn't be too shocking but yeah, I'm sure they were friends yeah so like number one how did August Elsina even end up in your home was it through Jaden it just makes sense through that and then mm -hmm. the whole like you're helping him and then it turns sexual and then you call it like an entanglement where you guys actually there's photos of you guys like you're hugging him and like this, well, this she also oh big time she also yeah. explained that we're going through something you know what i mean they were yeah. basically separated at the time so i mean in layman's terms she just wanted some d like she just like was just looking to have a little bit of fun Yep. And, and August was in close proximity. Trust me. And she she expressed that every minute. She was like, I just wanted to feel good. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Girl. All right. <laughs> okay. You wanted to get your Z? That, that's fine. But me thinking, okay, everybody's making jokes about it and so on. But it's a serious issue because if the tables were turned, and this was Will with a mm -hmm. young woman, say Willow's friend. Yo, like Will would get canceled, like completely canceled. So yep, I just find absolutely. it, it's a, um, it's a, it's a double standard. It's a There's double standard. There's definitely right? a double standard it. here. Yeah. 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 There's definitely yeah. a double standard here because, um, Absolutely. If Will was, if the tables were turned and it was Will, you know, who took this young girl under his, under his wing, he would be looked mm -hmm. at as, as a predator, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, um, we would throw him under the bus, all these kinds of things. And mm -hmm. I think like, especially for us as women, it's, we have to, we have to like, do our part in like calling each other out for what it is like just because you're yes. a woman doesn't mean i'm gonna like negate the fact that you know what i mean this could be looked at as predatory like you know now don't get me wrong like i'm sure there was just a legit um a legit uh what's the word i'm looking for when you're into somebody i can't think um mm -hmm. 
attraction, a legit attraction between yes. Jada and thing. You know what I mean? And August, but it's like mm-hmm. he what somebody said he was like he was in really bad shape, like hiding yes. drugs in his socks while he's on stage and like popping them same time. Like you know, you hear all these speculations, but overall it sounds like he was in really bad shape so you can see and then he also and both of them here's the thing too like you always have to look at everything from like a deeper like you always have to go into the root of issues like jada obviously with red table and her mom and everything there's there's plenty issues there with you Mm -hmm. know abandonment and trust and all these things right Mm-hmm. So then it affects her sort of how she connects with people or or um, feels like she needs to, quote unquote, save people. And then with August, you know, he lost his I believe it lost his mother, lost his um, sister, like became mm-hmm. a parent very young, like a like, you know, with his nieces and that sort of thing. So to me, I feel like at the core Jada definitely like represented that sort of motherly figure. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's like, I, I can see an attraction building for mm-hmm. somebody who is taking care of you, not in a mm-hmm. financial way, but like in a emotional and mental way, you're going to like, Oh my God, you're, the, you're literally the shoulder that I cry on. Like mm-hmm. I love you. I am now attracted to you you know, and then it just goes further, I suppose, like, but I do feel like if anyone was in control of making it not cross that boundary, it was definitely Jada. Yeah, she she should. If if he was in full mental health and mental capacity and all this type of stuff, and her and Will had a thing and she decided to, you know, go her own separate way. And that was something that they were okay with within their relationship. And she decided to be with august it would have been fine you know because it Mm -hmm. would just be like yo he legal she legal cool you know they having a good time but it's the whole like like mental illness type stuff surrounding Mm -hmm. him and his drug abuse and stuff that makes this story like hit different you know i guess for everybody yeah it's a it's a little sticky for me i mean jada looks like she's in her 20s so it's like oh yeah so, i love me some she data. looks like she looks like she's in her 20s so i mean if we didn't know jada like how we know her and her age we'd have been like okay them too cool but yeah like yeah there it's literally two broken people it was like jada yeah. was going through her shit he was going through his shit they had that in common and boom something happened mm-hmm. but like i said mm-hmm. if, if the tables were turned and this was will mm-hmm. totally different situation going through the ringer 100 and it's just i think like loki i just think he's pissed at the fact that not the fact that because this is old news right he he 100 mm-hmm. knew wagwan absolutely but it's just the fact that it's out on road now and it's it's being talked about like very tastelessly like you know what I mean just you know like and and <laughs> Will also sad me still but like 
he just also seems like a big baby. Like he, his ego oh, is goodness. definitely bruised. You, and I mean, that's the thing with men, right? It's like, I'm sorry mm-hmm. guys, but you guys cannot handle what you dish out ever, 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 Never. ever, ever. Because I mean, it ain't no secret that Will has done his thing, been doing his thing, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. But we know that publicly they vowed that they ain't going nowhere. Like, they're a family, they're a unit, they're not going nowhere, which is common in mm-hmm. marriages, much less multi-million dollar marriages. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's like the way this man just looked like he was hurt. When she's like, I just imagine your wife, Jinya, being like, imagine your husband. Looking mm-hmm. at you and being like, yo, I just wanted to feel good. And I never felt good <laughs> so long. It's like, damn. Like, when I, get, when I just was hitting the back. Like, what? Like, Trust ah, me. Singing those R&B songs to her and everything. Mm. That's going to touch. And he got that young boy stamina, too. Like, hello. I'm st- like, let's just be real. <laughs> like, so, Jeez. you know, Will was a little bit hurt, but like, you got to think about the kids like that's their age group this is not this is something now that is is highly it's not just speculations it's all out in the open at this point and Ugh. truthfully like i don't think anybody we as we as you know people who are just looking from the outskirts like we don't deserve to know or we are not entitled to know anybody's business at the end of the day no but no. it's like he put it out there august just was messy with it and now everyone's trying to play cleanup in some kind of way but but yeah that's just my take but aside from that just kind of on a different note have you ever dated hmm. um an older guy oh yeah like oh, much older than you oh yeah <laughs> oh, like yes. how much more older <laughs> like I was, let me see, I was in my mid-20s, and mm-hmm. this guy was, I'd say, 38, 39. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like 27, and he was like 38, 39. But keep in mind, he looked like he was 19. He still mm-hmm. looks like he's 19 to this day. Like, he just does not age at all. Like, it's it's wild. So, um, yeah, I definitely have. And um, (laughs) the guy that I always talk to you about, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) our listeners probably were just like, which guy, which guy? But (laughs) the one I always, (laughs) the one I always talk to you about and so on. Yeah, there is a, um, when I met him, I was like 22 and he was in his mid thirties and mm-hmm. yeah, we, we, there was, he didn't even look at me like that, like at all. And then mm-hmm. when I got back from New York and I, think I was like 26, 27 at the time. I made a move on him. And he was mm-hmm. just like, eh? <laughs> okay. And Who's this little young girl? <laughs> trust me, that's exactly what he said. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> that's exactly what he said. He's yachty. So like, yeah. And um, yeah, he's, that's like 
and he's a homie too and whatever but I've always liked older men but I gotta be mm. very I gotta be selective and also keep in mind of my mother's age as well because my mom is like my mom was like 56 and yeah. my mom makes it very known that she okay dates somebody like in her in their late 50s even late 40s so mm-hmm. I gotta keep that in mind because <laughs> the last thing I want is you know like it's a little weird it's just like even with me dating a younger man I have a younger sister and although me and my sister are not so far apart it's still very weird have you dated you know? a younger guy I've tried I didn't like it it's a little and the thing about it is is that the young the younger guys that I've dated they're like super ambitious they got their shit together and so on but like I get weird because it's like you're my sister's age you (laughs) always say that like you like your sister's 12 like you always refer to your sister as being so young like (laughs) it's so funny like (laughs) I know I know it's so weird it's so weird because I mean I part with my sister like my sister's a full-blown mom (laughs) I, I don't know why I see her like so young yeah but like your it's, little it's a mental thing sister. i know yes. I, I can imagine yeah it's a mental I've, thing i've dated like been in a relationship with somebody um who was 10 years older than me as well kind of in the same time mm-hmm. frame like when i was mid-20s yeah he was yes. like pushing 30 or what i mean pushing 40 and mm-hmm. um yeah there it was fine like there was no it's interesting because it's like there's pros and cons to everything because I mean like maturity wise we were able to connect obviously like I um it's not it, it wasn't so hard for me to like relate to the things that he would talk about or vice versa but there's other elements to that that are different so for example like first time experiences you know um Mm -hmm. a first time experience for me wouldn't have necessarily been a first time experience for him because of the age gap you know Mm -hmm. um and um and then also what my my mentality and my approach towards new experiences versus Mm -hmm. so so sometimes there was a limit there you know where there was like some convincing that needed to happen and it could be anything it could be like yo let's go hiking and let's jump off the thing it'd be like um nah like you know what i mean i'll be like why Mm -hmm. we only live once they're old school right so Mm -hmm. and then on just on a more serious level where it's like you know um the risks that i would be willing to take um you know, he might not, not necessarily, or the the places that I saw myself going in my life, in my career, um, mm-hmm. he he didn't necessarily see that for himself. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Which ultimate, ultimately led to us like leaving the relationship or whatever. But but yeah, I 
it's interesting because at that time I was like, yo, I could never date a younger guy again. Like, mm-hmm. nah, like, you know what I mean? But now, I don't know. I have a very different outlook on dating in general now. Like, just Agreed. in terms of like that, like I'm not like I I believe in just the optimist in me believes mm-hmm. that there is somebody who is closer in my age range um you know Mm -hmm. whether they be like a couple years older or whatever or we can be the same age it doesn't matter but that could equally have the same mind as me in terms of like just life and ambition and outlook and goals and that sort of thing like I like I guess what I'm saying is like I don't I'm not giving up hope for the men that are closer to my age range however Mm -hmm. it's not like a deal breaker or anything like if you are, you know, much older than me, but I, I feel like I prefer now to be with somebody who's closer in my age range. As far as yeah. dating a younger dude, I dated, I wifed up a younger dude by accident, Monica. Like, and when I, and when I say accident, it's like <laughs> full blown relationship after like mm-hmm. two weeks, two weeks of of being in the mm-hmm. relationship me not realizing that like <laughs> like you know when okay like say your birthday is like you know in a month and mm-hmm. i ask you and you're like and you're turning 21 and i ask you so how old are you you might say 21 because you're about to be 21 Yes. And then I'm like, oh, I'm 21 too. Meanwhile, I'm you're only about to turn 21 and I'm 21 going on 22. Yep. You know what I mean? So it was one of those situations. So it wasn't like a super drastic thing. But in the moment when I found out that I was literally like a year or two older than dude, there's something in my in my spirit that just sunk. Okay. I was just like, I oh, feel you. Like, why is he younger than me? Like, oh, uh. I feel, like, yeah, I feel mad weird too. <laughs> but then like, thankfully, like, you know, literally his, like he surpassed his age in, in, mm-hmm. in multiple ways. So it didn't, it didn't have an effect on me at all afterwards, but it was that discovery that, cause I, and obviously I'm saying this now as like a spring chicken, but like, I have no interest in, younger men like even on like when you're seeing like on the internet and you're seeing and honestly american men are like i don't know what the hell they're eating and drinking but you know you got like 25 year olds looking like they're because they got full bodies and full beards and Mm -hmm. all the whole shebang right but it's like just personality wise and mentally you can see like okay you're a youngin like it's, yeah. it, they make it it's very obvious after a time. However, I do really appreciate the level of ambition and stuff that I do see from like the younger generation, like the younger millennials who are really about their business. Like when mm-hmm. you get one that's about their business, it's very refreshing to see like, oh shit, okay, so you got your whole company and you got your whole thing and you only 28, good for you. I love it. I love mm-hmm. to see it. But I agree. It's still not like 
I'm still not like my eyes are not like on anyone that's like younger than me at this point. Now, if when I'm Jada's age and you know whatever, and, and your, you know on your Stella older, shit, it's just like yeah, like I I'm not, I just don't I think just because like self discovery happens daily, I literally mm-hmm. don't put anything past anyone, including myself. Like I know there's certain things in life that are completely not for me but I'm mm-hmm. also a person that I'm like hmm this might not be what I'm into right now but I can't speak for five years from now you, you know? never know you never know I actually have a story <laughs> you're there we're there talking about men and so on but I was just like again it's been like two weeks so like mm-hmm. we talk every day but I just need to get something off my chest. And I was like, let me just say it before it leaves. Mm -hmm. I cannot stand. I also cannot stand men. Just. Oh, God. Here we go. Genial's corner. So, listen, gentlemen, it's summertime, we're finding things to do, we're making the best out of a situation. Okay. (sighs) But... You're not going to try to finesse a situation. You're not going to, I don't want to see your eyes kind of like looking around, thinking, okay, how are you going to, who are you going to ask? I no, just, you need a plan. I, I just can't believe that. And obviously you're saying this because you've had this experience, right? Oh, Yes. But it's like, I just can't believe that this is still happening. Like, how old are we is the question that I always want to ask. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, when the, when the party is sweet, the event is nice. Like, like I said, we're all looking for stuff to do. So if it's a nice lime and you're chilling and whatever, and you don't want to leave, cool. I've been in those situations before when I was younger. I have. I didn't want to But we're not leave. talking about when we're younger. We've exactly. all been in those situations. We've exactly. all been in those situations when we are younger. That's why every time you tell me these crazy stories, I always ask, how old are the people involved? Because I... if you're older than 25, it, it like, really? I don't, Girl. I don't and then the whole like <laughs> what I was telling you yesterday the whole like oh so where do you live so like or like what why what area where you, what area are you going which way are you going why 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 are you asking <laughs> me that and I told you what I do when I see that and I can smell what's happening from a mile away I will like redirect I'll be like 
I'm not going home or I live Thank in Scarborough or I, I live wherever <laughs> else I don't live. Cause like, but here is the kicker. These are the same men who in the same you. That is where you go wrong, homie. And I don't get like, it. Like, I don't get it's it. Pet I don't peeve. It is pet peeve. I but don't then if live you with as a, mm -hmm. I was just gonna say if you as the woman call that person out for those things mm -hmm. and say, hey, you know what? Like I appreciate you trying to holler at me, but based on this and that, it's not the right time. Because yeah. whatever, you would be the one to look like a gold digger or, exactly. oh, my God, you're not real. You're not down. You're, you, you know, um, you only care about material things. Nah, it's just that I have a standard for my life. Mm -hmm. So I, like, live and move within that standard. So Facts. if you are coming into my life, you're not going to lower that standard for me. You're going to meet me at it or you're going to elevate mm -hmm. it point blank period like i don't see the I issue agree. in that i agree you're good do things within your jurisdiction do things that are walking distance to where you live Back. like go to the park like <laughs> i'm not i'm being for real go buy two chicken and put on your own grill okay like it's I true. just like I'm in my good good meds and you're gonna try to impose your life on me, like Richard. you know, like just I don't know. People are different, man. I just feel like I feel like there's this thing with entitlement with a lot of people, whether they identify that in their lives or not. But like entitlement kills me. Like people Facts. just think things are owed to them and i i don't know where that comes from i i don't know like i hate it i i, I don't it. know and because i hate it so much i'm extra sensitive to my own actions you know what i mean yep. i'm just like yo let me make sure that i'm not moving out of pocket like and there's a difference between entitlement and and um like knowing your worth and requesting for requesting, you know, what you deserve. Those are all different elements. I'm not talking about any of that kind of stuff because those are positive things, but it's mm -hmm. that thing of like, you don't have no relation or connection to no more, but you just feel like people should do this for you because why mm -hmm. wouldn't they, you know, it's like, Trust nah, it, it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. When I do go out mentally, I mentally prepare to spend money. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like, cause, cause when I'm out, I want to enjoy myself, whatever that means to me. So if it's exactly. ordering food, if it's ordering drinks, if it's, you know, parking my car and jumping in an Uber to get to another location, like I'm down for the shits. So because I'm like that, I know that, okay, you know, I have to make a financial decision every time I leave, I leave my house. You know what I mean? Because I'm not, driving you know an hour out of town to to then penny pinch on my you know on my fun like you know what i mean i'm not gonna do that so if i'm not into the whole shebang from beginning to end i'm staying home like realistically anyway people are funny but let's take mm -hmm. a break and we'll be right back we are back um 
Drag cleaning the spill tea, man. There has been so much going on in social media right now. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, again, yeah. with the highs and lows, with the, you know, RIP to Naya Rivera, first of all, you know. AKA just... Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn yes. from Family Matters, yo. Oh. My goodness. Heartbreak. Like, Heart wrenching. Heart wrenching. But. To hear that, you know, I think the latest report out was that she pretty much, long story short, just mustered up enough strength to get her baby, like, back on the boat safely Mm. um, before she was drifted away. And it's just like, man, like, the strength of a mother and the determination to make sure, like, that's the ultimate sacrifice, you know? Like, my Mm. life in exchange for my child it's like oh that it's just it's just chilling it's yeah, just so chilling um and i know you're a water baby like you love water yeah. my niece mm-hmm. yara also loves water like she's a little swimmer mm-hmm. those are my phobias like, like water and me we have a love-hate relationship it's so scary yeah, I know, cause it's deadly. the The elements are deadly: water, yeah. earth, wind, fire. All of that, all of it is deadly. Facts. It's it's very scary. But aside from that, I know we wanted to touch on the whole Meg the Stallion and Tory Lanez thing that's in in the socials currently. It's like. Mm-hmm. Meg got shot. They're saying that it's Tory Lanez. Apparently, they they were at a a party at Kylie Jenner's house. Just one bag of things <laughs> happening. It's like like what is this? Is this like a a scene from Love and Hip Hop? Like I'm I'm so confused. It's but crazy. It's like we don't know because currently, like today in this moment, we don't know what exactly the full truth is that it. It was reported that Meg got shot. She put out a statement about, Mm -hmm. you know, feeling like it was a a deliberate attack on her life. She's in the hospital recovering. Tori (laughs) had a gun on him. It's like, bro, it's quarantine. Come back to Canada and, like, just relax yourself. Thanks. And he's such on a high. Like, dude was doing stuff with YouTube. He had the yeah, he just got radio. independent. Yeah, like from it was his just, record label. He was yeah, on a high, and then to know that within a blink of an eye, everything can change, and you can lose everything. Like it's that's that's life for you. Like you can make one little mistake because again, we don't know. Done. We don't know. What yeah, happened. we don't know. We don't. But know. it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, one little thing like that, and it can change everything and i remember seeing the video with meg coming out of the car and like limping like it Mm. it looks like meg i don't know but they're saying that it is she was limping and like some blood was coming from her foot and she just kind of like almost like i don't know if it was like collapsed on the floor but she looked like it wasn't like a graceful going on Mm. the floor it was like a dizzy type shit yeah like this is nuts. She's been through so much over the last few months. Like, yeah. Like, what next? Like, girl needs it's... a break. <laughs> and, you know, I think, like, the main thing that 
I mean, we're all still waiting to hear what happened and, and praying that everyone is safe and well and, and thank God that Meg is alive. But what I have issue with is like the meme, the amount of memes and jokes and spoofs that mm-hmm. are circulating the internet regarding this, right? Yes. You're seeing like cartoon images with with you know Tori's head on it pointing a gun out of a car and Meg running away mm. and and it's just like why is this funny like you know why why is it being made fun of in this sort of way like somebody got shot like people are getting shot and killed daily out here exactly. like when when did this and you see again it goes back into the conversation of like the lack of protection for black women, mm-hmm. you know, like that's, that's where my mind goes. It's like, why are we so comfortable making fun of this situation? Thank All you. the podcasts are making fun of it. The blogs are making fun of it. We, we don't have the full story, but it's like, one thing is for sure that Meg as a black woman got shot. What exactly. part of that is funny? You know, so I just I don't know. It, it's a very ooh, morbid time. It, it's mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, are, are we that warped and 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 that um, conditioned to now make light of tragedy or is this how is yeah. this how we cope or. I don't know. I don't. I, just I don't it get it. Very um, unhealthy, and that's really like my main thing about pointing this out right now because yeah. it's just it's, un- it's unsettling. It's disrespectful. Extremely, extremely, and um, even just the whole idea of protecting black women and black women just protecting their energy, like even with the whole situation with Tamar Braxton, what she's going through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. there's been reports stating that she whew, had a, um, a suicide, um, she tried to commit suicide. Um, mm-hmm. her husband found her unresponsive mm-hmm. in her hotel room and there were like pills around and who alcohol. knows what, what else and alcohol. And, um, people will say whatever they want about Tamar and so on but that woman has also been through a lot over yeah. the last few years with her divorce from her husband um there's always a constant rift, rift between her and her sisters the situation with her and the real like oh, and right. all of this in the public eye like it's a lot it's and a lot. that's the element that i think we as consumers, you know, um, forget that, like, people, I remember being in high school, and being embarrassed to run for the bus, to miss Mm -hmm. the bus to get to school, dude. So you know what, guess who missed the bus out of pride, Sharona, because guess who was not going to run with the event in the event that that the bus left me and people on the bus saw that I was running. Girl, I did that I, one time I, and I tripped I, in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never done that again. Are you like, crazy? So, 
imagine <laughs> us in our heads, in our worlds, everyday, regular ass life, that we are embarrassed for something as minute as that. Can That's you it. imagine going through breakups and somebody cheating on you and and domestic abuse, whatever it is, or, or losing money and, and going broke or whatever it is in the public eye mm-hmm. where everybody feels like they are entitled to what is going on in your life. Like, my goodness, like celebrity, like the, 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 the thing of celebrity is is a very scary responsibility it's, and a very really scary, scary title because if you are not okay mentally like and you just get that one bad day and that one bad trigger you can just be like yo i'm off this bye mm-hmm. yeah and i was listening to um <clears throat> the um the breakfast club and they had amanda seals on on there a few days ago and um she got teary-eyed over mm-hmm. what she's been through over the last year or so with mm-hmm. um so many of her so many things have been on public display and people getting at her and coming up in her comments and her mentionings talking the most crap about her mm-hmm. and how she mm-hmm. said she fell into a very deep hole and mm-hmm. um, there was a time where she was thinking about even taking her own life. Not not necessarily saying going that far, but she had thoughts of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And um, like people do reach a breaking point. Like people think that celebrities are untouchable and um, like it's water off a duck's back because they're so used to it. And this is like they should be able to take this ridicule because they're celebrities, they have money, but they're also human. Like, this is human shit. And there's only so much somebody can take. So yeah, prayers to Tamar. And that's like wild, yo. Yeah. So, so sad. But man, yeah, prayers to Tamar, to Meg, to the families Mm -hmm. that are involved, because it doesn't just affect them, you know, it affects Mm -hmm. their families, their children their spouses, everyone who, you know, their teams, everyone. It's just, we just have to um, deal with each other with with more care, you know? And it reminds me of um, just a little sidebar, like, because what's coming to my mind is when um, my girl there, um, what's her name? The comedian. And she just shaved off her hair on Instagram live. Oh, um, um, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, so Tiffany shaved her head, whatever. She wanted to start fresh. And people kept saying, like, oh, she must be going through something mental illness. Why would she need to do that? And then she was just like, yo, why is it that every time a a black woman wants to do something as drastic as shave her head off or shave her hair off, it's mental illness, right? It's it's something Mm -hmm. that, you know, something must be wrong with her and, and whatever. But... I remember them putting Tamar in that category. So they were listing out all the women who had done that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And while it may just be a regular choice for some, um, I I feel like for others, like there could be something 
deeper, darker, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Not always, and not necessarily pertaining to just the, the hair shaving, but it's like either way, I guess my point is like, we have to just be more delicate with each other, especially our black women, like mm-hmm. period, because we are, we hear it and we know it and we live it time and time again. We're, we're, we're the, the lowest on the totem pole in the eyes of, you know, the general public, like, you know what I mean? In the eyes of society. And it's just like, mm-hmm. we get treated as such, or we get forgotten as such, you know? And um, it's it's not right, you know, it's not right. So when we go back to, you know, our earlier conversation about having and maintaining your own standard, you can't apologize for that. Because if you don't teach people how to treat you, they're going to they're gonna treat you any kind of which way. And mm-hmm. we ain't having that. Facts. You know? Hashtag protect black women. Yep, yep, yep. So my off-figure tip. It's amazing when you go online and um, you put a call out for certain things like most people um they don't really want to ask for help and I think I've used this before um where I was like how I was always afraid to ask for help or or anything of that nature because I just didn't want to look like I didn't know or I don't know what it is it's my own complex but Mm -hmm. um over the last few months especially with me um being on city line and getting into this new territory i've um i've definitely asked for help um from you um or even just friends of mine um but the one thing that i've always tried to do is you know i'm a research queen i'm always mm-hmm. on the internet looking for new things new designers and so on but sometimes i just don't have the time and um when I was doing my first City Line segment, I was <clears throat> looking online for designers and then realized I didn't have the time because I was doing other things. And I remember I just put a call out on Instagram and I'm like, all right, I want to find the designer. So let me put a call out and so on. And I didn't think that people would be so like forthcoming with information. Mm-hmm. And I found so many black designers on social media. I was in shock on how mm-hmm. many black designers, shoe designers, um sunglasses, um clothing, interior designers, just so many that are in our city i didn't Mm -hmm. even know these people existed and these people have been doing things like this for years but i don't know what it could be maybe they just didn't get enough exposure maybe people weren't really putting them on i don't know what it is but it's just really cool to see that there's a lot of black designers in toronto and my off-figure tip is to support Black designers. Also, yes. support Black businesses. I cannot stress that 
enough. There are so much talent in the mm-hmm. city. I'm blown away on how much there is. And um, absolutely, I had a um, a little photo shoot yesterday um, with myself, just taking some photos for like my brands and so forth. And um, my boy had a new studio that he opened up. Shout out to Mike Paul, um, amazing studio. Um, he's also a suiting designer. And um, he just opened it up and I was like, can I use your space to take photos? He's like, yeah, absolutely. Used his space, got a black photographer. And a few weeks ago, I was scrolling through Instagram and saw that my friend posted a fashion show of this designer. Um, I know him by Mick, but I know, I think his designs are called Liamo Stranos. I'm actually going to put it in the description um, Mm -hmm. for the pod. And um, he did a fashion show, um, a social distancing fashion show in Toronto, in the distillery district. Um, The Fashion Arts of Toronto um, showcased his fashion show on their Instagram. And Sharona, the fashion show was lit. Like, it was so good. He is a Black um, queer man, and he makes um, clothing that are gender fluid. And um, he had a lot of clothes, like I said, that were very feminine, but all of the models were men. And it was done so tasteful. It was just so cool. And um, I remember I hit him up, and I was just like, Honestly, I want to wear your pieces. And he's like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I went to his studio a few days ago, and I'm just like, where the hell have you been? Like, how come right. I haven't heard from you? Like, right. your stuff is amazing. Like, I was actually angry at myself that I didn't know that this guy existed. And he's just like, I've right. been here. I've been here. He's just like, I've, I've been doing this for years. He's also a teacher, which is funny. He teaches grade five students, which I found very interesting and very cool. But um, his pieces are like totally your vibe, Sharona. Like, so your vibe. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if we supported one another the way we support like the big brands like Zara or H&M or whatever, like, we would be unstoppable. Like some of these businesses would just make a killing. And it's true. It, it just like why what it what is it? Like why can't we support one another like this? So I encourage everybody and not just the black listeners to support black businesses, but I also want the white ones, the Indian ones, the Chinese ones support black businesses. Cause we're out here and we are making some great shit. So yeah, that's my tip. It's true. And, and thank you for that. And, and I feel like, um, overall that has also been the lesson in, in during this COVID time that we are now paying attention to who's within our vicinity, like who, you know, like we don't just have, we, we're not just running to the internet to like, you know, get the Fashion Nova thing and, and whatever. It's like, who is here? Who's been doing their thing? You know, mm. and it sucks that it takes a whole ass pandemic to like realize the talent in your own city, but it's here. 
And if mm-hmm. we can like come together, like you're saying, you know, use the black photographer, designers, your boy had the space and it's, it almost works as this sort of like barter system as well. Like mm-hmm. if we, if we could live like that with, e- with each other, like definitely put money into each other's pockets, but, but also like help each other with, with our, with the opportunities, like share the branding and share the yes. exposure and that sort of thing. Yes. So like, yeah, that's dope. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. interested in checking out some of his pieces as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for listening to yes. another episode of behind the stage podcast. Um, mm-hmm. We're always here to just, you know, enlighten and talk out shit at the same time (laughs) and um still working out you know these uh these covid quarantine friendly um recording experiences so bear with us um (laughs) but yeah hit us up on instagram you know gmail all of that behind the stage um on instagram and behind the stage at gmail.com questions concerns topics you want us to cover or talk about or any feedback or anything that's just on your mind just say hi holler at us um (laughs) but yeah yes that's that on that and um i will leave you with a quote so you know, just in doing all these self tapes lately and auditions and, you know, as an actress, it's it's like that thing of like, somebody asked me the other day, like, um, oh my gosh, like the anxiety that must come with waiting to hear if you're going to book a job and that sort of thing. And And I said to myself, I said, well, I don't really have that anxiety because... I know that it's not in my control. I've done what I can do and I let God do the rest and I just release it that way. Mm. But it's like, I've had to adopt that sort of mentality in order to not get anxious and not, cause I used to, you know, I used to look, oh my God, I didn't get the call back, the call back date. I should have gotten an email by last night. I didn't get it, whatever the case may be. And yes. so I've truly just learned to like, um, just re- release that, you know, just totally whatever is not in our control. And I remember watching um, the Michael Jordan doc and he said something that stuck out, stuck out to me. Um, and he said, why would I worry about a shot I never took yet? You know? Mm-hmm. And for me, it was like, I held that like, why, why am I going to worry about something? Like, why am I going to worry about the no that hasn't come to me yet? Because it could very well be a yes. You know what I mean? Amen. Um, so we can relate that to every area of life. And um, yeah, just chill, fam. Like, God got you. <laughs> At Amen. The end of the day. But yeah, that's about it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Wondering if I'm a creeper Lil' hood rap bitch from 25th Named Jamaica Coming through like I do You know, getting my bark on Knew she was a thug Cause when I met her she had a scarf on 5411 size 7 and girl Baby face would look like she was 11 with curls Girlfriend, what? remember me from way back I'm the same cat with the wave cap That my fucker that TNT used to play that Still here, so it's all good Oh, you know my niggas rich and them doing it